Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? Motherfucking D. What is up, Craig, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy motherfucking Thanksgiving, Barry. And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. This is our special Thanksgiving episode. We've got so many things planned. A lot of things to be thankful for. We don't have a lot of things planned, but we've got a lot to be thankful for. Two of them sitting right here with me, Barry and Blandy. Oh my, that's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, no ratings or reviews. Don't leave us any. Don't leave them anyway. <laughs> real nice, right. Barry. Yeah, real nice, Barry. You can call us. Where yeah, can they the call idea us? was to all to Barry cares about is when all. he gets his time to give the phone number. So give the phone number, Barry. Five one six thirty three mesh one. That's five one six three three six three seven four one. It's your way to interact with the show and be a part of us. Yeah, we'll be we'll be hearing all your great voicemails from this week throughout the whole episode and please subscribe to the one podcast that has its favorite mother-in-law visiting right now oh. and when she visits Barry she visits all of us okay. Barry <laughs> how is the motherfucking mother-in-law it's it's it's, it's fine it really is <laughs> she goes to bed at about 7:30 really she's there right no, now maybe seven. she's no. there she goes she's to bed there at seven right o'clock. now right yes as yeah, we yeah. record this. She okay. goes to bed at 7 o'clock at night. I shit you not. And you know what time I get home from work each day? 7 o'clock? 7 o'clock. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> That's Wait, perfect. why does she go to bed at 7 o'clock? How old is she? Dude, uh, she's like uh, 70, but, you know, she goes to bed at 7. O'clock? I don't know. She goes up into her room and closes the that door. That sounds watches ideal. a bunch of, uh, from the you know, right-wing extremist YouTube videos and goes to bed. <laughs> Has she been texting you anything recently, or no? You haven't said. Uh, yeah, I still get the text to links of stuff, and but has she talked to you in you person this. about that stuff? No, never does. Never oh, does. Never. Mm. No. Okay. Have Which you seen much of her since she's her. been there, or no? Because you're working. No, I haven't seen much. Uh, she got on a Saturday, so yeah, tiny bit, tiny bit over the weekend. Yeah. So no so, good story. No if, good I had, if I had a good yet. story. Oh, no, but, no, but no, right. but you know, hey, Thanksgiving's coming up, so post Thanksgiving. Okay, okay good, because it's been a while since I've been able to play. I told you that bitch crazy. <laughs> yeah, so no, like, I got, like, I got nothing like for you. I got All right, so the next you. show, it's coming. You're having Thanksgiving at your house. Yes, always do. Yeah, I always do. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Well. I think we're all looking forward to that. So the next episode, we'll get crazy mother-in-law stories. If you can record anything on your phone, I think that would be great. I'd love to hear her voice. No? Nah, I don't know. We'll it's see. It's not possible. All right, guys. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You'll always find the latest odds, not bad, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports events, whether that's the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Too fast there. Pickleball. That wasn't, in my, the way I saw it, it worked out great. Oh, okay. I thought I was a little ahead. Way ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Well. <laughs> Head on over to betonline.ag and join and get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV to get your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, guys, the West Coast trip is over, finally. Play Ralph Montage, Landy. All right, here we go. All right, Knicks versus Suns. Clinton Grimes to starting. Halftime in Phoenix. Knicks down by two. It's a dog fight. Ruff, ruff, ruff. And Mitchell Robinson is back. Slipping into darkness. That's by war, in case you don't know, Blanty. <laughs> Good grief. The Knicks get blown out again. Well, another game tomorrow. I like the Knicks, but they don't like me. They always lose when I watch them on TV. Ralph and Janie here, get ready for the Nixon Thunder. Thunder! Ah. It's a dog fight. <laughs> this is for Jalen Brunson, my new nickname for him. Mr. Big Shot. Who do you think you are, Mr. Big Shot? Next win! Next win! Next win! Woo! Nicks are back to 500 after what was supposed to be the worst road trip of the year and now we don't play again until friday so we can enjoy this victory have a great one i expect the podcast soon all right thanks ralph thank you ralph here's your podcast uh went into the west coast trip one game under 500 like he just said finished three and two we're now at 509 and nine a lot happened on that road trip, which we'll yeah. get to. I'll just list some of the shit and we'll talk about it freely mm. whenever we want. Mitch came back, which which uh, Ralph just said. Jericho Sims, though, continues to play well. So Tibbs is out there trotting out there three centers some nights, which is this guy, It's like he's got no choice. Yeah, It is like, uh, what is he going to do? We'll talk about it. Uh, Grimes got in the starting lineup because Reddish has been out. Rose has been out. Randall's been up and down. Right? Is he is he playing hard? He's not playing hard, Blandy. He's hustling. He's not hustling. What's he, what's going on? RJ's sick. He's now he's healthy. Maybe he's been struggling. His last game against the Suns, um, I'm sorry, against the Thunder. He he was he was good finally again. Deuce McBride gets, in the mix gets the fans off his back. Deuce Deuce is playing. Love watching Deuce. Obi's been fucking struggling. Mm. Emmanuel quickly is getting traded. So much to fucking talk about. Before we get going, Blandy, why don't you play Brandon? Who Brandon, by the way, I think he brought it a little more this week, Barry. So you'll feel good. Barry has been t- telling us all, Brandon, that your energy is lacking a little bit. All right. Look, look in the back room. I think it's all <laughs> been. I, I think everybody's been talking a little bit. And Brandon, yeah, we love you. I'll admit it. We yes. love getting the calls, 
But we're like, you know, it's a little weak. It's a little, you know, it's a little New York Knicks, a little 500. And we need you to bring it a little bit. So I'm glad that you said that, Craig, that he it's brought a it little, in this one. We'll see. It's a little, it's we'll a little blandy, all right? It is a little blandy. Blandy has more energy than you, Brandon, lately. I don't know That's what's going good. on with you this season. I don't know if it's the baby. Maybe the he's sick. Maybe he's got something going on. All right. Yeah, you're 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 calling in like RJ, all right? But we're leading off the show a little. We're not leading off, but towards the beginning of the show. Brandon, what do you got this week? Let's go. hear it. Uh, it's Brandon, by the way. After watching that OKC game last night, man, Jalen fucking Brunson, bro. 34 points, nine assists. Dude, what a way to end the road trip. Three and two. I'll take that. When normally it would be 0-5. So there is some hope. And look at RJ, man. He's coming out of the slump. I don't know if this is going to stick, but I saw some tenacity from RJ, man. Like, there's definitely some chip on his shoulder. Like, he he had a couple dunks, man. He looked at people. He was grilling. I was like, okay, there's that grit. There's that grit I'm talking about. And then another one, Sims, looking good, looking great. You know, happy to see Mitch back on the court. Anyway, super excited for the three and two road trip. I'll take it. I'll take it. It is a not so hard next life. Yeah, Brunson, 34 points, nine assists, 14 for 20 from the field. Mm. RJ, 25 points, really broke out of his slump. He had six turnovers, but he was mm. three for four from three. And I don't know how many threes he missed before he finally About hit 50. those in that game. <laughs> Wasn't he like and two you, for 25 or something like that? I think, it was terrible. Right? It was so it was hard to watch. And uh, Julius Randle, 25 points, 11 boards, just two turnovers. Barry. Mm-hmm. Who was the star of that game? Jalen, right? Yeah. Easy. Jalen, no question. And, we, win, uh, we don't win that game without Jalen that game. He was now. just taking over. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. What he can do inside the paint with those difficult shots. I don't care. They're within 15 feet. They're difficult shots. He's got these huge towering guys over him. He's falling away from the basket. And he was like 13 for 15 from that area. Unbelievable. I mean, he's been awesome. I mean, he's on pace to potentially be an all-star this year. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like, we're not seeing huge benefits from him. Like, we're not, obviously, just, we're still 500, right? But I've been saying, like, how bad would this team be without right. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's, so, that's, dude, so then we that's are totally seeing a valid, totally valid that this team would be in the shitter yeah. without Jalen I mean, Jaylen what Brunson. would the record, uh, we're 9-9, nine and nine, but what would it be if it was still Julius bringing the ball up every game? We'd be in a nope. lot of trouble. I mean, I think Thibodeau still has a job because of Jalen Brunson. Uh, everyone's Randall's in better shape because of Jalen Brunson. Like he's not going to take as much heat. The Knicks were five hundred. We're nine nine because of Jalen Brunson. Um, it was great to see R.J. Barrett finally break out of the slump. You think he was in a slump because of the sickness, or is that just R.J. Barrett? Because we give a lot of excuses for R.J. Barrett over the past few years. We really do. I'm tired of them. Tired of the excuses. You're, you're totally tired of it. Look, I mean, Rowan Alexander, and that, that's what I'm going to call. I'm not calling him fucking RJ. <laughs> when I'm mad at somebody, I call them by their first and the name. Rowan their Alexander. Name. Yeah. Uh, against OKC, he had his most efficient game of the season. He was 62% from the field, 10 to 16 shooting, three for four from three. But, I mean, to me, he was still bad. I don't know. I know he was shooting really well. He didn't. He didn't look right to me. I mean, the guy looks slow. 
don't know if he looks overweight to me. <laughs> you know, um, before the game, Tom Thibodeau says to the press, because they asked him, you know, what are you, you going to do with RJ? What's going on with his slump? And Thibodeau said, all he needs to do is get a couple of easy baskets to start the game and he'll be fine. When is the last time you saw RJ Barrett <laughs> get an easy basket? He works so fucking hard for every shot that he takes. There's no easy buckets for RJ. And he had six turnovers this game. So I don't care yeah. he had 25 points and he was a fit. He still turned over the ball six times. He still didn't look good to me. I need a lot I need to see a lot more from him because I think you got to stop treating this guy like this pedigree guy that was your number 3 pick and he's the future of the team. Look, accept the fact that's not what this guy is. And let's move on. You want to keep him on this team and put him in a role player situation, that's fine. He he's not a franchise player. So forget it. That's all. Still a yeah, pick. I, I, he yeah, can still I add value to your quickly. team. I mean, that's I, where I'm I, at right now. And again, you know I'm me. I'm with you, man. I'm Maybe with I you. could change, but that that's where I'm at. I mean, look, six turnovers is still a fucking bad game, and it's bad for him. In his three years leading up to this year, three fucking full seasons, he only had three games where he turned the ball over six times. He's done it twice already this season. So it, it, it's all around. He's not doing well. And yeah, I, I I hate to admit it, man. I you know I love RJ, but he just isn't better this year, and it doesn't seem like he's going to be better. He's the same exact player, if not worse. Oh, and that five game stretched. Oof. Oh, terrible. Is that the most brutal thing? On ninety three shots through those five games, he shot twenty one percent. Like, well, like you said Tibbs said he, and everyone says this. Wally says everybody says this. RJ just needs like a, a couple buckets to start the game, and then he, and then he'll 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 have a better game. He is he's playing downhill after that. I think Wally said, which I understand, mm -hmm. but that's like every game for RJ. Like we have to worry so much about. He's got to hit his first couple shots, otherwise RJ is going to be like four for nineteen in the game, yeah. and he's not going to stop shooting the threes, even though he's not hitting them. And he is so slow, and every basket is so hard. I am starting to think that. I think he's he's like a bench he's a bench he's like a six man type player mm -hmm. that can come in. We've we've turned this quickly. You're all so everybody was so excited for this year. Now we're like 19, 18 games in, and that's it. He's a bench well, player. I mean, how many games do I have to wait? I mean, the eighteen games is starting to become a decent sample. <sighs> I, I mean, I think we know what this player is. So are you regretting your jersey purchase now, Craig? Oh, me too. I have an RJ jersey. Yeah, but you well. don't really you don't worry about stuff like that as much as Craig does. You know what? I think part of it is that I think part of it is that the teams he's been playing on the past few years have been so bad and that he like last year they were so bad and and he did seem to carry them for quite a bit. He looked a lot better on last year's team to me. On this year when Jalen's there, like he just doesn't like I actually see him on the court with an actual actually a good player in Jalen and he just doesn't look anywhere near no, and, and again he's frustrating like, to watch he's so within the first three years you're looking at the progression of players they're still young they're still figuring shit out you know they're, they're taking leaps and maybe they're small leaps who knows but again it's the fourth year that, I mean the dude's gotten more minutes than anybody else in the league practically it's like you know I, this, this, is, this is the time where you should be like you know evening out or, or continue on that progression and, and again the amount that he's taken a step back, that's what worries us. 
Macri. Well, at some point, he's got to be more efficient. It can't just like he puts up points because he's a volume. He attacks the basket in large volumes. He shoots in large volumes. That's yeah. why he puts and, and up again, these like, numbers. Th- through this stretch. At some point, that's the, like I've been saying, like, you know, he's young. He's going to get better at that. But he doesn't. He's not getting better. And he's terrible right now. It's going to take a while for him to get out of this hole. Yeah. And if he's, he's sick, it's like, okay, in. so I put some of that on Tibbs because maybe you shouldn't even have him out there. But the bulk of it's got to go on Rowan Alexander. Forget it. If yeah. you're not feeling it, then, then stop putting up the rock. Do do other things, or 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 sit yourself down on the bench if you're not going to contribute to this team winning. Blandy, why don't you play Murder Jim's voicemail while you oh, do that? Oh, here we go. You ready, Barry? I know you yeah. like these. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Murder Jim. Well, the game's just about over, and we fucking kicked some ass, man. So I don't know what Nick Twitter's going to bitch about because we got this is everything that we've been waiting for. We got the kids playing, all the kids playing some minutes. We got Grimes in there. We got fucking Jericho getting a lot of minutes. McBride getting these little douche getting in there. And Jalen Brunson, you know, leading, kicking ass. And most importantly, we got Obi and Randall on the floor together. So I don't know what we have to complain about. Now we can't blame the coach anymore, right? This is what everyone's been bitching about. But it was a great game, man. It was a fucking fun game to watch. Oh, and I want to give you an update. I did not break up with my girlfriend. The uh, But I don't know if you ever watched a game with, like, a casual fan who's, like, you got your heart and soul on your team, and then there's, like, a casual fan. They don't really give a fuck if the team wins or not. And you're like, fuck it. Come on! And then your team loses. It's a miserable fucking experience. But I'm going to forget about that. We're moving past that. Because tonight, we got the fucking big win. I mean, not a big, whatever. We got to win. A normal <laughs> win, but maybe a small win. I don't know. But um, a win we're supposed to get. And if we keep getting the wins we're supposed to get, you know what I mean? But I mean, we know what's going to happen. It's going to be up and down, man. But tonight, and I'm going to keep it positive. Tonight, we're going to feel good. Tonight, we're going to feel good. Oh, he's open. <laughs> I'll let you call it a big win. Look, coming home on that plane ride. What? Whoa, whoa, hold on. With a win? No, no, no. A no, statement no. win? Whoa. A big win? I didn't whoa. say a statement win. No, 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 no. That's a big no. win no. beating OKC? No. Here's why. Get the fuck no. out of here. Let me Wrong. explain. No, you let don't get is... to explain this. I do. No. Yeah, when let he him, first let said that, to I chuckled this. too. Let him try to explain. I chuckled as well when he first said big win because I'm like, big win against OKC, you're at, yeah. Let me but ask just you a question. Think, hold on, hold about, on, La- hold on. Ahead. Last week's show, the whole argument with the statement win. I know. Was so, that was, like was that so a big redundant. win? Was that a big win against Denver? Yeah, yeah. That, okay. I was impressed right. with that win. Yes. All right. Tell us it's why a big win. It was the impressive. Thunder they were game, the whole thing. That Thunder game was a big win. Here's why it was a big win. Think about the plane ride home from your West Coast trip with a two and three record. Losing to OKC for a second time. No, 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 no. You had to go in there. You had to win. And you had to come back on the winning side of that road trip. That's a big win. No. Yes, constitutes a big win. A big win is a win that you're supposed, is a game that you're supposed to win easily. You just lost to this team a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and it was the most embarrassing loss. in years. Okay, whatever. Semantics. Semantics. I just can't. See, now we're going to argue about how I don't think that's a big one. <laughs> right. The opposite right. of the last no, one. I can see. I, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to fight it, though, because I can see. I can. 
you know, say, yeah, they're supposed to win that game. Sure. I'm not like murder. Jim's feeling good. Like all is well. And I don't, I don't feel that way. No, me neither. And he brought up Obi and Randall and you're going to bring up Obi when Obi's in a slump himself. Obi is I mean, like, the last three games, he's been awful. He's five for his last 28. He's missing dunks and layups yeah. and transition buckets. And he had overs. He had overs in two of the last three games. He was over five, over four, and then he was two eleven against is OKC. Is he sick? Is he sick? <laughs> Maybe. Are they One passing this around? Because he looks terrible. He terrible. does. He doesn't look right. He maybe is. I hope he's sick. Right? That's what you said last week about RJ. I hope he's sick. Right. I hope half of them are sick right now because it's not. They're not <laughs> right. playing well. Randall. I hope Randall's sick. What's Randall doing, Planny? I know you're very it upset might, it about might, this. It might explain that defense the other day. Yeah. On that, on that one particular sequence where he just that one the gave, three point just, shot he just gave up yeah and then the ensuing rebound and everything oh. he, he just stood there and there went my theory that great defensive effort and hustle that he displayed in Denver was going to carry through to the game went from following. one end of the there spectrum to the other in a span of like two games it was it was ridiculous what was that did you see he walked off the court the court early was it was it yesterday. There was a lot of uh, a lot of negativity uh, displayed throughout the OKC. Or was it the I know- Phoenix game? He was there was like eleven seconds left in the clock, and we still had the ball and we're like dribbling out the clock, and he was already walking towards the Knicks bench mm-hmm. with like eleven seconds left on the on the clock. I didn't see that. Yeah. Emmanuel quickly broke out of his slump. I mean, he was struggling yes. too, and he finally broke out against just again, in time for us to trade again. Him. It's a bunch of guy. It was, it was at least RJ and IQ breaking out of a slump against the Thunder. So we'll see if that was just one game. But yeah, what about these rumors? The Knicks are exploring or getting or taking calls at least about Emmanuel quickly, and they're looking to get a first round pick in return for him. And the rumors are so they can clear out a log jam in the guard position. Do they really quickly is not the guy you want to move out? Log jams? Not that with quickly. I mean, quickly's your guy. Come on, and quickly's finally getting the minutes. And it's yeah, but how many like of these the other people have minutes. any trade value, Barry? I understand. Look, how many first round calls, picks do they need? Field though? the calls. No, you're right. We already have them. Look, you're going to explore options again. You're a 500 team, so if you can make a move that's going to push something one way or the other, you're not going to hang up the phone on anybody. For any of these guys, none of these guys are indispensable. I don't care who the fuck you are on this right, roster. Right, but does trading Emmanuel quickly for a first-round pick make them better? No, I no, saw something. No, I think quickly's got value. I, what I saw today was that they is that, and who knows if it's true or not, but they they might think that a fir, another first-round pick would have more value than quickly would if they were trying to put together a package for a star player. That other teams looking to deal a star might see that first round pick as a, as more attractive as a more attractive chip in a deal than say a few other picks plus quickly and other players if it was like four picks instead of like three and quickly and whoever else that, that would <laughs> yeah. be better they might and then leon but then leon's going to play hardball in some negotiation and refuse to give up that extra pick and then we're not going to get whoever you want to get so you, you're trading young players to to keep building up your assets that you never seem to be able to pull the trigger on anyway. I'm not convinced. I mean, we haven't seen them do that yet. We've heard lots of rumors about them wanting to trade for a star player and they have not been able to. I really question if they can because they're, they're so 
They don't want to be beaten in a trade. They should have been able to get Mitchell this offseason. But they didn't want to give up too much. So here we are. And now they're going to trade quickly to get a first round pick so they can... I don't believe that they're going to... How many picks are they going to trade for Superstar? I'll believe they can trade for a Superstar when they trade for a Superstar. Yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not buying into any of that anymore. It's not worth it. So yeah, it makes I'm me nervous to that... trade young, talented guys for picks that we potentially will never... Like you've seen, Bland, like you talk about all the time, they'll just trade back. They'll they'll keep adding more picks. They never, they haven't used them yet for a purpose. Shit right, is just air. All. all it is is air. It always it looks good on paper, but if you don't ever do anything with it, what's the fucking point? You want to clear a logjam? Trade Derek Rose for nothing. If you right. want to clear, clear a logjam, right? I mean, I'm I'm just happy that we're finally seeing quickly getting these consistent minutes, and and it was it was even before Rose and Fournier. Um, you know, went down before Rose went down with the injury and Fournier was benched. We were seeing quickly getting close to 25 minutes a game, and now it's just been consistent. And having him out there, I think, is really, really helpful. It's helpful for the team, but more importantly, it's, it's helpful for him to be out there and consistently get these minutes. And hopefully, this is you know that was the first game against OKC where he really shot the ball well, and that'll propel him forward. And we'll see a little bit more of that. I read um, a really good article about him on on the Athletic talking about his rebounding. Oh yeah, yeah. The long rebounds. The Knicks specifically, yeah, are encouraging him more and more to go after those rebounds because they think that you know, and it actually compared him to Russell Wilson, not Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook during his first triple double season, where like OKC was like, do that because it takes a split second, say, for Mitch to get a rebound and then get it to quickly and then move it up the court, and if quickly's coming down with those rebounds. That that split second could mean the difference between an easy transition bucket and you know and getting bogged down in like the regular half court half court set. Yeah, and I think I think the coaching staff teaches their bigs, um, you know, the bigs on the court to let the guard get it. If yeah. the guard is there, let him they get won't it. Just take it, it and head up, pass. head up court. Right. Yeah. How do you guys are you guys fans of Isaiah Hartenstein right now? Do you like watching this guy play? The big play? dummy? The big dummy. Because I feel like I've right. totally I mean, soured on Hartenstein since seeing Jericho Sims out there. Jericho oh. Sims has been super impressive. So, yeah, you like seeing more minutes from him out there. His defense has been blowing me away. Jericho. Well, didn't he? Jericho's. Didn't he, he yeah. took on Jamal yeah. Murray one-on-on-one -on -one in that Denver game, Exactly. Right? Exactly. When he gets, like, when he gets put on a that? switch, he still just plays super intense. He's really good. He... Um, he he doesn't foul like crazy. He's a really good defender, and he's quick. Yeah, on I mean, his he feet. definitely has he definitely has his moments. I'd say where he he's under the basket, and he either loses his man or he he doesn't try to block a shot in there. But but when he but when he is engaged down there and someone's coming down, he does try to affect the shot. His just bounce is so crazy. He affects so many shots. Yeah. Yeah, and Hartenstein, I mean, I think we're all a little fooled, and it's easy to get fooled by this. You know, the end of last season is really when he started putting up threes and he hit him at a decent clip, but that in and of, in and of itself was a pretty small sample size, and we just assumed, oh, wow, look, when he, when he you know, when they let him shoot, he can actually knock down the shot, and that's going to translate into, you know, all of a sudden he's a great three-point shooter. But no, it was very, the very tail end of the season that he displayed a little bit of that. And now maybe we're seeing his true colors where, you know, it's not falling. But again, it's early in the season. We'll see. He's still 
a bit of a threat, at least that, you know, we could put up a shot. But again, if you're not going to hit him, then what's the point? It's just going to be detrimental. Um, but yeah, Thibodeau's got a, uh, got a tough situation on his hands. He's got three playable centers now, right? And, and on a team where you were looking to get some minutes of small ball with Obi and Randall in there as well. So it's like... I know. Here we are talking about yeah. cutting down the, the, the rotation and... Now you got more people playing well. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see if Mitch stays healthy, right? If he like right now, I think Sims is playing a little bit because or he's playing three because Mitch isn't t- getting big minutes, right? None of them are Mitch getting big minutes. Mitch is getting used minutes. to those knee braces. They were talking he about that on the on the pre- <laughs> sure on the game. But I mean, I do sort. I mean, I, I am starting to question why, why, why sign Hartenstein? <laughs> you know, like we all saw what Jericho did towards the end of last season. Now we're getting excited about that potential again. It he should didn't not feel be sitting, real to not me last season though. At the end of the bench. For some season. reason it feels more real to me this season. Maybe that's what, you know, the front office looked at last year too is is Sims an everyday backup center, you know, where I don't know if he proved that to me last year. There were glimpses. This year he's proving it. Um so if you can get a guy like Hartenstein in here when you know, you have a third guy who's still unproven, still super young, you know, I think that's that's why they did it. And, um, yeah, I mean, look, Hartenstein still brings a lot of tools and a lot of value that the other two guys don't. You know, he's, he's still super efficient, you know, with that little mid-range that he's got inside the free throw line. Yeah, he's line. got that great floater in there. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, Hartenstein brings energy, but then Sims brings, like, this whole other – he comes in the game and it just changes, you know, which yeah. which I just think is a shame to be sitting on the end of the bench not getting used. And if we eventually go back to a Mitch Hartenstein – I can't say it. A Mitch Hartenstein duo back there. Don't worry, Craig. Even Breen fucked up the other night. I can't do it. Um, Blandy, play uh, DB. There we go. Hey, fellas. It's DB. Uh, Just calling after that Oklahoma City win. I think we should thank our lucky stars that the Knicks are 9-9, considering all the turmoil and injuries and everything, so I'm, I'm pleased with where they are. I'm frustrated by how reactive our fan base is. I think it's completely cringeworthy how people go bananas over each individual game. Like, one day it's fire Tibbs. Like, another day it's like, uh, we're going to make the playoffs. Uh, dump Randall. King Julius. You know, cash rate R.J. Barrett. Star J is back. You know, it's like, Jesus, can we just cheer for this team already? Does every game have to be a fucking, you know, I don't know. Anyway, having said that, watching Julius Randle basically stop playing basketball for the last two minutes of that game just solidified to me that clearly his meditation isn't enough. I think he should probably go and listen to some old Hard Knicks Live episodes for some new mantras or something because it's just not working. Anyway, last thing. I have an assignment for Blanderson. Oh. Uh, during Sunday's game, uh, during that gay, day game, they showed a baby in the crowd. And Mike Breen said something like um, how cute it was or it was fuckable or something like that. And Wally Zerbiak mentioned that he has a nine-month-old at home. And it reminded me, I forgot that he knocked up Rebecca Harlow. Why are we not talking about this? I know no details about whether this was an affair. Are they even in a relationship? Do they live together? Like, I don't know anything about this. Hmm. Can Blanderson do a special report? like a Dateline NBC episode or something. I need an expose on all the salacious details. Uh, Maybe you can call it, um, it's a Wally's hard dick life. I think that could work. 
happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I like that, Blandy. If you can, if you can get that going, Wally, right up the middle. One of these episodes, one week, can just be you leading the way, filling everyone in on the Rebecca Harlow Wally Zerbiak situation. Yeah, I do believe they are. I do believe they are together and living together. So. You don't, don't think? I don't think so. Why? I think he's seeing somebody else. No. What? Really? Yeah, not How behind the back that? or anything. I think that they're co-parenting, and yet, really, he, yes, he's got like five or six kids with his ex-wife. So what is yeah. he looking at? But I, but I remember, but I remember when. I mean, obviously things can change, but I thought I remembered when they had the baby that the way he was talking on air about this, like sleepless nights, like he was talking about this stuff, like you would talk about when you have a new kid living in your house, not like two nights a week or anything. You know, at some point they they were together after they had the baby, and they were. I remember stories that implying that they were living together. Um, hmm. Couldn't have you picked don't a better spot. Are you just making? Are you just guessing, Barry? No, I have a a source. Who's your source? That was working a party that the two of them were at with the baby. And then Rebecca Harlow left with the baby and another woman arrived to meet up with what? Wally. Okay, so we need an expose, Blandy. Huh. You got to get Barry's anonymous source. Okay. You got to do some research. Call some people, all right? Sure. Prove that you can be a better reporter than Stephanie Worst, Bond, worst they can say is no comment, but at least- Penetration. Get some people on the record, get some sound bites. That'd we can disguise great. their voices. I think we need to know. It's a good idea. A long Thanksgiving break coming up. This is perfect time. I'll see if I can find anything. You got to dig, Barry. You'll share your source with with Blandy off. Sure. Offline. Yep. All right. Y'all hear that music? It's already time for the news. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Okay. It's sponsored by BetStamp, Barry. Yep. So, if you're betting on the NBA or anything else, and you are only using one or two sportsbook apps, you need to get BetStamp. This is your hard-earned money we're talking about, which is why you should have BetStamp. It's a 100% free app that compares all the sportsbooks and does the line shopping for you, so you'll know where to place your next bet to get the best odds. The only way... To get an edge in online sports betting is by having multiple accounts at different sports books. On Thanksgiving, if you're taking the Giants using BetMGM, You'd you'll get nine too. points. But if you simply move that money over to WinBet, you'll get 10 points with the same odds. Download the BetStamp app today and use promo code HARDNICKSLIFE. And after you download BetStamp, DM Craig, Blandy, or myself to find out how we can help you score even bigger with BetStamp. Wink, wink. Here comes the money. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Um. So tonight was well. Tonight was Ben Simmons' first game back in Philly since the trade last year from Philadelphia to the Nets. I don't know if you guys saw the introductions. They booed the crap out of him. Oh, I can't um, wait to hear it. You got sound. It was pretty good. No, I don't have the sound for that. What? They booted him. Oh, wow. That's it. Oh, wow. 
They All right, knew you didn't have the sound. He just wanted to throw. Yeah, him he the just bus, wanted right? to embarrass me. They booed him. Why would I need to play somebody getting booed? He did go to the line. I think it was like ten four earlier in the game. He went to the line to shoot two and actually hit both. Which you know he sucks from the line to begin with, and they're all screaming at him and everything. But he hit, he hit both, uh, in in that. Uh, so that was his first game back. Now he's obviously been playing better the last few games. I think the last game before this game, he, I think he scored twenty two. Um, for the Nets. The Nets ended up losing to a a Sixers team that is really, really low on talent at the moment because no Embiid, no Harden, and no Tyrese Maxey. Did you uh, give Ben Simmons his numbers from that game? Uh, I can give him to Almost you Almost right had now. a triple-double. I have him right here. 11 points, 11 assists, 7 boards. It's, it's He's been playing much better. Yeah. Much better. Um, but it's not that hard to play much better when you were playing like absolute dog shit sure. to begin with. <laughs> um Speaking of the Nets, Kyrie was asked the other day, uh, he's back. He was asked if um, he planned on uh, filing a grievance against the the team at all. And even a question like that, instead of just, he's always got to answer a question with the douchiest possible thing that that he could ask. So when asked if he was thinking about filing a grievance, he said, there was a long quote, I'm just gonna give you this first line. I've got to leave that to my legal team and leave it to the warriors I have around me. It's like fuck off, dude. You're just a you're just a dick. Uh, some by the injuries. Way, ba- by the way, backtracking. Did you say that who's, the Sixers had out for that game? Yeah, yeah he did. Embiid, Harden, and, and Max, and, 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 and Kyrie, Simmons, and Durant, like a full team. Yep. Yeah, couldn't beat that. Yeah, squad. Seth Curry was back. Yep. Yeah, uh, looks like they had a a bunch of. A bunch of guys step up for them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Paul Reed, uh, the Niang guy, <laughs> Tobias Harris had a good game. But, yeah, they should not have lost that game. No way. You know, um, we're so upset about our 9-9 nine and nine record, but they're 8-10. and 10, And they have KD. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese Maxey is out three to four weeks um, with an injury. Cade Cunningham is out indefinitely with some shin injury for the Pistons, and Dame Lillard is out one to two weeks with a uh, a calf issue. So there's a bunch of people who have gone down recently. Was this the first game that KD didn't score 25 points this season? Uh, or was it the game before? Because I know he was on a streak. He only had 20. Yeah, he was on a streak where he was scoring 25 points a game. He might not have last game, because I think I picked the over in the last game with him, and, and I lost. Yeah. Uh, and just two... Uh, Two relationship things here at the end. Devin Booker Ooh. and Kendall Jenner have broken up. I don't know if you heard that news. Apparently their schedules are just way too hectic. And so they have gone their separate ways. Um, which is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, no, this was the first game he didn't score 25 this okay. whole season. Wow. He had 26 in the game prior. Uh, and in a follow-up to a story that we did weeks ago... Marcus Jordan, age 31, and Larsa Pippen, age 48, are in fact an item, although apparently not exclusive from what she says, but they are in fact dating. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of what the guy said to them. They went to the San Diego Chargers game on Sunday. They were at SoFi Stadium, and some guy videotaped himself going up to him, uh, to them and yells out, Hey, Larsa. That's what you're doing. You're with the boy, Mike's son. You a cold motherfucker, ain't you? You cold as a motherfucker, homie. 
Yeah, and she just kind of smiles at him when he says it. I was going to get the audio for that, and I was like, eh, it's probably no, it's just better. better, better it's better to listen it. to me say it, you know? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, she is, she is, Scotty's ex-wife is banging Michael's son, which is, you know, it has got to be killing Scotty Pippen. Absolutely killing him. Um, and that's the way the basketball bounces. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. What is it, Blandy? I just wanted to bring up one thing, uh, if I could, oh, that I mentioned okay. to you at the, at the beginning. You know, we're, we're 9 and 9 here. Okay, it's a hard next life at gmail.com. You can reach out to us. Uh, you can follow me at hard next life, <laughs> Barry at Barry Dworkin, and Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And now tell us, Blandy. I okay. just don't want to stop and start and that's stop fun. for this yeah, no. whole thing. I can't you believe know, we, you couldn't find a way to get into the actual main body of the show. You but, guys were talking a lot, and I didn't, you know, we didn't, yeah, so we didn't we really did talk say, much about the record. We did say if there's a time where it's appropriate, bring it up. But you're just going to well, throw it in here at the end. Yeah, this sure. is, I think it's necessary. We've been, <laughs> we've necessary been talking about now, the, the, the up and down nature of everything, the win one, lose one, which I I think we all expected. My point is just I want to bring up the, the way we've been losing is the bad is the bad thing. Right? Win one, lose one is not a big deal if, if you're losing close games. But if you look of the nine games that they've lost, only one of them has been fewer than 10 points. The opening night loss to the Grizzlies was by three. Everything has been 10 points or more. And so in those eight losses, the average um, deficit has been 15 points. You, you can't be losing games by an average of 15 points a game. And so they're either playing well enough to win or they're playing like absolute crap there doesn't seem to be an in-between they're not losing by you know three points four points have a decent game and they lose they've, they've been getting their asses kicked on the nights that they lose well you're gonna win something you're gonna lose some Miami. <laughs> you want to try and not lose them that badly though and look that bad and you just it's, 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 this is what we expected you know we're gonna win some we're gonna lose some this is, is even kill craig here this is even kill craig not not too high not too low this is the new Craig. You know, this is, uh, you know, Blandy wants us to get excited about this, this, this stat, and you know. I don't want you to get excited. I'm just, I'm just, oh, well, you, know. you know. But it's irrelevant. You know, you know, win some, you lose some. So it's just, it's okay. I didn't tell well, you not to go expected. crazy. It's just you, you get a little worked up. Nah, I'm not going to get worked up over it. Okay. Let's see how you long know. that lasts. A loss is a loss. A win is a win. Does it matter? Does it matter that we're losing by 15 or 10? Well, I mean, a loss we're is losing. a loss, but it's... A loss is bad. a loss. You going to do uh, Tankathon rankings? Or no? You got three guys, everybody. We have three <laughs> three co-hosts that are all going to have this attitude from now on. <laughs> yeah, Tankathon standings. That's right. We're right now number 12. That's our own pick. Back in the lottery. At nine and nine, where we're gonna have the twelfth pick, the seventeenth pick, which is coming from Dallas, and the right now three-way tie for the nineteenth pick, uh, the Wizards, ten and seven. So it's looking more and more like we might actually have three picks in this draft, the way that with the way Dallas and Washington's been playing. So that's exciting, Barry. It's cool. Maybe yeah, four if we trade hours. quickly. Why not? Let's get a fourth <laughs> one in there. <laughs> Um, so we can create even more log jams for next year. What's you know what we didn't talk sca- about on this uh, this what? fucking podcast? No, we didn't what? Talk about Quentin Grimes. 
Quentin Griser. So yes. I mean, Quentin, look, his numbers don't jump been, off yeah. the fucking box score, no, but he's nice still been a back. fucking pleasure it's to been watch. Good. He's been so what, fucking fast on the court, fucking running first, all over the place. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He's got some bounce. He's he's playing good D, right? Yeah. He had like yeah. eight assists that first game. When Cam comes back, what happens? I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I don't want to think about it. Quentin Can does look good like out there. Men? He looks great. He's been getting 30 plus minutes his two starts. The reddish hive is going to go nuts if he doesn't go right back into the starting lineup. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you would think a groin is going to heal after five days of rest. Well, not no more than five days. An additional five days of rest. I mean, between games because they don't Maybe play again. He's not resting. Friday. Here's an idea. Go ahead. Brunson, Grimes, Reddish. Randall, Mitch, yeah. RJ, sit your ass on the bench, Rowan. Go yeah, think about Ro- what, think about what you've done. One hundred twenty million bucks. Think that about sounds, what you've done. That sounds likely to happen. Hey, we can't. I can't explain. <laughs> you. I mean, I really do. I really don't like putting, making players play minutes or putting them in positions just because of what they make. You got to play people the, wherever they're best. You're telling me we're going to have to start R.J. Barrett, even if he's terrible, for the length of his contract, just because of his contract? What if, he, what, if he, what if he really succeeds off the bench? Can he just take a few less shots, Craig? No. How about that? No. That's not in R.J.'s mindset. Let him take a few less shots. He could be out there with the starting group. It's fine. RJ doesn't care if he's three for 45 in a game. He's going to keep taking shots. He is. And maybe that's one of his biggest problems. Yes. Is on nights when he is struggling, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> and he's he's just going to shoot as if he's been hitting shots all game. He's going to shoot. shoot Shooters shoot, right? No, you're not a shooter, RJ. So when you're struggling, stop. It's embarrass- you're embarrassing yourself out there. Just play some hard D. Be a team player. Don't take nine three-point shots when you haven't made one. If you're 0 for 5, you should stop shooting, right, Barry? Would you stop shooting at that point? Yeah, I think I may look to pass. Sure. <laughs> I think I may Do look a little for somebody something else, else to shoot. <laughs> yeah. Set a hard screen. RJ, yeah. you're sick. You're sick. You've got the flu. You're 0 for no- You're 1 for your past 25. I don't think you should play. This is Tibbs talking. Maybe he just keep shooting. Barry, why don't you give, give us Tibbs telling RJ to sit even though he's sick? And RJ, he's, he doesn't want to sit. Doesn't want RJ, to RJ, we're, we're, we're going to sit you. We're going to sit you on the bench a little bit, and then bring you in with the second unit. How's that no, sound? No, I want to play coach. No, I think I think it's better if you see. We've been looking at the numbers, and uh, I think it's better if uh, if we reduce your role a little bit. You're going to come off the bench, okay, pal? No, I'm good to play. I'm good to play. I'm going to take a ton of shots. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to shoot like I've been hitting shots the whole game. Look, RJ, RJ, look at me. Listen to me. I know I know no. <laughs> when it's you against our trainer with the broomstick that he holds up in the air to pretend he's a big defender, like a seven with tis. his arms up. I can hit him, coach. You get it Trust around me. the broomstick. They're not broomsticks out in the court, RJ. These are real players that jump, they move, <laughs> and they're blocking your shot. They're, I got they're blocking this. your shot. I got this. I'm going to hit the next one, I swear. I'm going to keep taking them from the corner, from wherever. 
keep taking them, even though they're not even close. You good with that, Tibbs? Can I keep, can I stay out there? And this is where Thibodeau just fucking you know breaks a clipboard over his forehead because he <laughs> and he says sure. He says he just he lets him do it. Yeah, Tibbs. He looks choice. over at Leon. He looks over at Leon Rose, and Leon Rose <laughs> you know holds up like the payroll book. And Tibbs is like, all right, I guess I got to fucking play. You make it on. He wants to play. He wants to play. He wants to play. Was that supposed to be Tibbs? Yeah, he wants to play. Tibbs? Yeah, no good. That was not good. Wants to play. That was not anywhere near as good as Barry's. Nowhere. Well, I'm not. I'm not competing. I'm not competing with Barry. But Barry was upsetting me because I wanted Barry to just put a little button at the end in the Tibbs voice. I didn't have a button. It's easy. Wins and losses. They're going to happen. That's right. You know, one win, one loss. There's going to be some nice guys. There's going to be some nights where RJ makes like, where he's like six for 20. There's going to be some nights where he's one for 20. You know? You know win some, you <laughs> so lose. The good one is the good one? Six for 20 is like a good one. That's a good RJ night right there. Six for 20. Uh. <laughs> no, what is a good RJ night? A good RJ night is like eight for 20, I'd say. That's a yes, good RJ night. About 40%. A good, solid RJ night right there. Eight for 20, 23 points, four boards, two assists. Six for six for seven from the line. <laughs> yeah. He's been doing that this year. Three for eight from three. I mean, that's a good RJ night. That's as good as it's going to get, guys. Until three next time. Jesus. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, one show this week because of the holiday. So we'll see you after the break. Until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks line. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.